Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the Balance Blonde Podcast, Soul on Fire. I'm so happy to be back. Thank you guys so much for all of the very sweet feedback about season two relaunching last week. I've missed you guys so much after my much needed hiatus for the last several months. Season two is back with so much energy, so much excitement, so much goodness with incredible guests like today's guest, Alyssa Lynch. Alyssa is somebody who I've been so excited to have on the podcast and divine timing made it so that we recorded on the eve of the full moon 2020, full moon and lunar eclipse. And as you'll hear in this episode, Alyssa is a cancer through and through. So she was feeling the full moon energy and so was I, and it made for a very special conversation. She is exactly the kind of guest that inspired me to create this show in the beginning. So having friends of mine on the podcast who live very entrepreneurial, soul on fire lives that they love, that they're grateful for, full of wellness and spirituality and high vibes. Not to say that everyone I have on the podcast lives the same type of life because that couldn't be less true. I love sharing variety with you guys and That's exactly what today's episode is. Alyssa is 24 years old. She is a former actress. She is now a full-time social media influencer and blogger. She blogs about everything from travel to health and wellness to beauty and fashion, spirituality, friendship, her lovely and beautiful and inspiring new relationship and so much more. So in this conversation, we discuss what brought her to LA. She's Canadian and what inspires her, what sets her soul on fire, what her day in the life is like getting over heartbreak, which I feel is a topic that's always important to discuss because everybody deals with it at some point in their life. And we're hoping that if you're dealing with that right now, that this episode will help you with some tangible tips and tricks for just realigning with your soul and who you are. So I'm so happy, so honored to share Alyssa's message with you guys today. I know she is going to be deeply inspiring to so many of you. And if you're already a fan of Alyssa and that's what brought you to the podcast, welcome. I'm so happy to have you here to kick off season two. So before we dive into the episode, I want to thank our longtime sponsor for the show, Hum Nutrition. Hum Nutrition is my favorite line of beauty and wellness supplements. 
So much so that even though supplements have become so trendy and there is a new brand every single day and so many supplement brands are incredible, I just stick to my tried and true hum nutrition. Their motto is all about radiating wellness from the inside out. Their tagline is feel good, look good. And I couldn't agree more. When we feel good, when we take care of ourselves from the inside out, we radiate health and wellness and we feel amazing. So hum nutrition has so many different great ways to get you into the supplement life. They have a three-minute quiz to create an online nutrition profile. You can get a report from a real live nutritionist that works with them on their website, and you can customize and save your box of supplements, your range of vitamins so that you can come back and get the same thing next time, or you can try something new. My favorite supplement of all their supplements is their daily cleanse. It helps to clear the skin and body from toxins. It's full of green algae and detox herbs. It's completely vegan. And something to know about their products is that all of their products are completely non-GMO, sustainably sourced, pure and potent, completely organic, and most of their products are vegan. So you can shop by your lifestyle. You can also check out the tab to learn all about the registered dietitians who are behind Hum Nutrition. And then I just have to give a shout out to the Mighty Night. That is their um, supplement for sleep. It's one of their newest supplements. And we actually gave it out in the gift bags at our wedding because that's how much I love it. And I knew that people might need some help falling asleep after our wedding because it was such a fun night. It was daylight savings time. We were out super late, high on love and good vibes and happiness. So that supplement in particular is full of specific ingredients to help you sleep like valerian root and CoQ10, which is an antioxidant, passion flower, peppermint, and a few other things. It's completely vegan, it helps your cells turn over, your skin cells, and um, promotes optimal sleep. So for people like myself and also people like Alyssa, who we talked about insomnia a little bit in this episode, you will love their Mighty Night Supplement. So check out humnutrition.com. Use the code SOUL, S-O-U-L, for 20% off at checkout. That's a nice big discount. And take their quiz so you can find personalized supplements for you. And if you want to try what I love, try the Daily Cleanse and try the Mighty Night. And without further ado, let's get into this episode with Alyssa, who I also just wanted to mention two things, because I just remembered that in the conversation, we talked about human design, and I promised that I would include Alyssa's human design in the introduction. I looked it up after she left. She's a manifesting generator with emotional authority. So there's so much to unpack there. If you're interested in human design, check out the episodes with Jenna Zoe. I'm going to teach Alyssa all about manifesting generator life and probably just have her have a session with Jenna who can teach her way more. And then I also wanted to give a shout out to Nicole Kogan, No Bread on Instagram. She's a really, really good friend of mine and a really good friend of Alyssa's. And she introduced Alyssa and I um, a few years ago now. That's how I became connected with Alyssa. And we've just been big supporters of each other ever since. I love the high vibes that she shares every day on social media. I feel super connected to her. Like she's a little soul twin of mine. And I'm just so happy 
to share her with you guys today. Grateful to Nicole for just surrounding herself with amazing humans. So on that note, let's get into this episode with Alyssa. All right, beautiful girl. I'm so happy that you're here today doing this episode. Everybody listening, we have Alyssa Lynch here on the Soul on Fire podcast. Super honored to have her here. This is an episode we've been back and forth about planning for so long and divine timing. It's the first full moon of 2020. I know. And you're here. So excited. So tell everybody listening just who you are and where you grew up and kind of start from the beginning of your life. Oh, wow. From the very beginning. (laughs) The very beginning. (laughs) Well, first, I'm just so excited to finally be on the podcast with you. Yes, we've been meaning to do this for so long. So it feels feels so good to finally be doing it. Yeah, my name's Alyssa Lynch and I'm from Langley, Canada, (laughs) a small town, but moved to LA um, three and a half years ago now. Wow. Yes. I feel like that went fast. It went so fast. I was just saying, I think I said two years ago the other day, and then I did the math in my head and I was like, no, Alyssa, it's been three and a half years. And yeah, it's, I think it feels shorter because I was traveling so much in the beginning that I wasn't like grounded and didn't have like a, you know, a home type feeling. So that's been more so in like the last year and a half, I would say. So I still feel like a little bit of a newbie to calling LA home, but I'm so grateful. I like wake up every day, honestly, just being so happy that I live here. So amazing. Yeah. What brought you to LA three and a half years ago? Actually acting. I I started acting when I was young, but I, I started to do it more like professionally in TV and film when I graduated high school. So I was doing a few shows like Disney and Netflix. And um, when those wrapped three and a half years ago is when I was like, okay, I'm going to make the move to LA to further pursue acting. And when I came out here, I was uh, living in a building where a lot of the people in the building did social media. And it was such a foreign thing for me. I, to be honest, I was a little bit turned off by it. And um, I thought it was a little out of my comfort zone. I I mean, social media can be done in so many different ways, right? So it's the way that I was first introduced to it, it didn't align with me. So I always thought that, oh my goodness, I would never like, do that, especially for a job. Like I need to be taken seriously as an actor. And, you know, I definitely had some judgments towards it and it's just very funny and ironic to be sitting here now and saying that I don't do acting anymore and that social media is my job, but it is, um, in a way that feels so like right to me. And, um, I'm able to kind of, yeah, do this as a job, but in, and do what I love while doing it. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. No, it does. Mm -hmm. So funny the way things come full circle. Seriously. So how did you transition from acting and Mm -hmm. get into this whole social media 
Yeah. Well, I actually started more so in the travel space. My now ex-boyfriend, he is very talented, like videographer. And um, he was working with tourism boards and he was traveling around. So I took a little bit of a break and went with him on a few of the trips and was which I'm so grateful for. Got to see so many beautiful places in the world. And um, and I was actually kind of just sharing the content that he was creating because I was very proud of it and uh, excited for him and excited about the places I was seeing and um, showing a little bit of my personality through that. And it, I guess it resonated with people. And um, I was able to build somewhat of an audience through that. And um, even when, you know, we parted ways and and broke up, I had created an audience. And even outside of the travel space, I was very passionate about health and wellness and just showcasing a positive lifestyle. So I continued to do that through social media and that has built into, you know, what I do now. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. I remember when we first met, you were kind of just dipping your toes into the water of wellness. Yeah. And I believe posting at the time, a lot of fashion Mm -hmm. and travel Mm -hmm. and being really interested in kind of the health space. And I think that's so cool that you were able to transition into sharing organically about what you really love, wellness, and it comes across. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely love it. I, you know, I've always been super interested in, you know, just feeling your best and, uh, you know, whether that's through fitness or food or just positive affirmations or journaling or whatever that may be and whatever wellness looks to you. I've just always been so interested in that and um, met so many amazing people, especially in the wellness space. And I think that's also what's attracted me to focusing on that so much because, you know, sometimes in this space, there's there's going to be, you know, people that you don't align with maybe, but I really did feel so many amazing connections with people in the health and wellness space. So I'm so lucky to be able to do that and kind of build that and now kind of dip my toes into maybe fashion or beauty and stuff that I've kind of built those relationships with myself and with other people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to be able to just share an overall lifestyle that resonates with people Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to have rules or you just post about fashion or you just post about health. I no, think it's really there's no inspiring. rules anymore. No it's like, rules. And that's what I say when people ask like, oh, what do you do? It's like, oh my goodness. Do you have like, like really an hour to yeah, talk? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So on that note, I think it would be really fun for all of us to hear what is a day in the life like for you? Because I imagine it would be very different every day. Yes. Very different. And I think that's like one of the questions I feel like probably you too, that we get we get very often. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, do, do you mean Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? Right. Right. Maybe you give us a couple of days. Yeah. Then. Yeah. But if I'm here in LA um, and not traveling, which has been the case lately, because I just feel like i a lot more grounded while being here and I love a good routine. So I love to wake up. And before I was actually waking up and, um, you know, 
running out the door to go do a workout. Mm -hmm. That was every single morning. And sometimes if like, I'm very committed to doing a yoga class or some sort of class and I wake up late, then yes, I'm going to run out the door and, and do that. But, um, more often lately, I've been trying to go a little bit slower in the mornings and it's felt so nice to wake up and make my coffee and sit down and journal and set my intentions for the day and my goals and then maybe get dressed and uh, go and be active in some way, whether that's a yoga class or um or a workout or a walk or anything like that. And then usually I just have meetings, um, whether that's for upcoming projects or yeah, building a business and my managers. So usually I do that. And then I sometimes uh, shoot content for brands and then usually go home and make dinner and sit and watch a TV show. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. With your boyfriend. Exactly. Yes. New, but not that new relationship. Yeah. Seven months. Seven months. Seven months. And seven's my number. So of course oh, that's seven so good. months. But yeah. Yeah. He um he's amazing. So it's, you know, it's a, it always feels good to come home and maybe cook dinner together or um or just sit down and converse and about our days and yeah, it's so nice. It's so nice. It sounds like the perfect day. I can relate very much. And yeah. then also knowing that every day is so different. Yeah. And it's it's fun. It keeps it fun and exciting. But also if I don't have, you know, any meetings or anything to do, like I I love that. <laughs> and I Me too. I love doing the things like even just going to a cafe or going to the market or going for a sauna or a walk or something like, I mean, that's like my ideal day. Me so. too. We <laughs> yeah. are so similar yeah. in so many ways. Every time I see what you're doing, I'm just like, yes, yes. I love that. And the cafes and just mm-hmm. the inspiration and the gratitude that you have for the people in your life. Yeah, I think that would be something interesting for you to speak on too, because I think anyone who follows you knows that you're so... You have this deep and genuine gratitude for your friendships, your family. Mm-hmm. So tell us, is that something that you've always had or is that something that you've developed over the years? I think I've always been very, very like grateful um, for a sp- yeah, the friendships in my life, especially, um, as well as my family. I've always been very close with my family. And so moving away from them has also made me realize just how grateful I am for them. Mm-hmm. Um, also very grateful for FaceTime because thank goodness for that. I know. Um, it makes it possible to live, oh. in your case, in a different country than your family, yep. which I'm sure is still very hard at times. Yeah, and and it is. However, I think that I've, over the past, I would say, especially year and a half, I've just created such special bonds with people that are honestly just as strong as family. Like I call them my chosen family for a reason. And there's not necessarily a a set like group of us like there was growing up. You know, I had like my six best friends and and me who were super inseparable. Uh, My my friends now all come from... like different groups and it's not like clicky or anything like that. And I have 
friends for different things, I would say. Like I, I have friends that love the wellness space just as much as me. So we can bond off of that so well. And it's more of like, you know, my, my best friend, Whitney and I, we, we have, almost the same day in a life. So we get to do those things together and it's amazing. But then I have such special connection with um, my other friends say her name's Ellie and she works like a nine to five in fashion. So our days don't align at all, but like, and we don't see each other as much, but we are there for each other whenever. And, and that's just, yeah, that's, I think that's why I'm, I'm so grateful to have, have built those uh, relationships. But I think that I realized that when I did go through, which was um, a pretty emotional breakup. And, and I think it's easy when you're in a relationship with someone to, um, you know, I wouldn't say isolate, but just focus on each other and, and not other relationships in your life. And I think that's something that I did. So after that breakup, I, really realized how much I didn't, how much energy I wasn't putting into my friends and kind of being in a place of, you know, feeling alone or maybe a little bit broken. What I was able to, I guess, just manifest such like amazing people who, who were there for me at that time. And now I can like never let go of them almost to the point where I'm like, well, you are never not seeing me and I'm in your life forever. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I think that's such a good way to be. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I feel the same way about the people in my life and I'm just constantly telling them yeah. how much I love them. I'm so obsessed with you. Yeah. Like, when are we seeing each other? And right. I think it's so, it's just so good to have that gratitude mm-hmm. and often too hitting a rock bottom, like your breakup and- yep feeling alone and kind of realizing what's important to you and maybe that you weren't putting your energy into those things yeah, is huge. And probably a handful of people listening can relate. Yeah. So what would be some tangible tips you have for just manifesting those relationships back into your life? Yeah. I mean, I think putting yourself out there, um, but into situations that align with you. You know, I almost felt this type of um, pressure to go out and, you know, hit the town. And like, that wasn't necessarily me. Like I'm not very much of a nighttime person. And I like to be on my sofa with like my healthy dinner and tea. (laughs) Um, So letting go of the pressure of that, but putting myself in situations to be around people that are on the same, you know, vibration as me or like, like to do the same things. So maybe that was going to a class or going to breakfast or, you know, making a coffee date with, with a girlfriend that, um, where we could have like really great conversation and doing that instead of staying home or going on a walk by myself, which was so much in my comfort zone. So once I started to do that, I just really, really was realizing how connected I was able to be with people and, and I was able to like build those relationships. Yeah. That's such a good tip. Mm -hmm. Especially, I think it comes down to knowing who you are, Mm -hmm. being comfortable with who you are and not trying to fit into a different type of box. Yeah, Um, And I did a lot of that too. In my younger years, like 
I have to feeling like I have to go out and yeah. drink and be this one specific way to be social, but there's so many different ways to have a social life and right. close friendships. And I think you're such a good example of that, Thank you. especially because how old are you? 24. Or should I say how young are how you? How young am I? 24. 24. And when's your birthday? July 7th. Oh my gosh. So you're a cancer. Yes. I have so many cancers in my life Do that you? I love. So Hudson, my cat, who you just met, yeah. is July 6th. No way. And so is my brother. My mom's July 9th. Oh my goodness. Jonathan's July 24th, but he's a Leo. Wow. Um, but right on the Yeah. Cusp. But so many, two of my best friends that I grew up with are cancers. Wow. Just such a special, you what guys are, you? are a special breed. I'm a Libra. You're a Libra. Yeah. Okay. So... Arguably, we're probably the two most emotional and sensitive mm-hmm. signs. Yep. Do you know your rising and your moon? Yeah. Get ready. I am. Talk about emotional. Let's hear it all. I'm Cancer, Sun, Cancer rising. Ooh. And Scorpio moon. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you're like water. You're all, all water. water. Yeah. That's- yeah, that's beautiful. And I can see it in you because you're so like calm and fluid mm-hmm. and there's a lot of depth. There is. It gets and a, a lot little of it gets a little like unbalanced, I think, sometimes. Yeah. So I have to work hard on on making sure I'm, you know, balanced out because water can be a little too like floaty oh, sure. and like emotional or like I get I get very indecisive sometimes. And yeah. I think that's the 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 unbalanced part of it. For sure. So working on that, but yeah, it, it is, it's, um, yeah, it's, it definitely describes me. <laughs> I love it. I feel you very much because I'm pretty much all air. Are so you? in a similar way, mm-hmm. I strive for balance. I don't have hardly any earth in my chart or fire. Right. So I do have some water, mm-hmm. but it's like, the airiness, the watery, I could just float along every day. Um, But it's a great way to be. And it's great to know those things about yourself because then you can establish routines to keep you a little bit more balanced or a little more grounded. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you know your human design? Oh, I did this, but what what is it again? So... It'll come back to yeah, me. So it's an energy type. There's five different types. Right. We can look you up if you're not sure, but there's reflectors, projectors, generators, manifesting generators, and manifestors. I want to say I'm a projector, but I'm not 100%. Okay. We'll look you up after okay. this and I'll just put it in the intro because okay. so many people listening, we love human design. Yeah. I could for sure see you being a projector. What are you? I'm a reflector. Okay. So reflectors are 1% of the population. We are non-energy beings, just like projectors. And that means we really get our energy from being with other people, which is great. But we also soak in other people's energy to a huge degree. We thrive off of being with people for like two to three hours a day, but then quite a bit of alone time. (laughs) And then just doing things with no rules. Mm -hmm. And then projectors are similar, but we have different strategies. So projector strategy is to wait to be invited. And if you're invited to do something like collaborate with a brand or create mm-hmm. a product or come on someone's podcast, that is you know success for a projector versus kind of trying to force things to happen. Mm-hmm. But there's so much depth there. Yeah. So we'll look it up and see yeah. what you are. It's so I fun love- to know. 
like, I just love anything that makes you realize more things about yourself. Me too. Yeah. It's yeah. so fun. So fun. Um, but I love, I love your birth chart. Love all the cancer in your yeah. chart. Mm-hmm. I can definitely see that. I definitely also attract other cancers. I feel there's a lot of cancers in my life for sure. Mm-hmm. But my boyfriend's actually a Taurus. Oh, is he? Yeah. So, so you guys are like the homebody central in yes, a good way because yes. Tauruses are typically homebodies home and very into like their space right. and like luxury and mm-hmm. indulgence and travel. Yep. And stubborn. Yeah, stubborn. Oh my <laughs> gosh, stubborn. so stubborn. My Taurus best friend is the epitome of stubborn. Yeah. But it's a good balance for, yeah. for us. Definitely. And an earth sign. Yeah. So grounded. So there's some balance. There's yeah. some balance there. Yeah, absolutely. Which is good. Oh, I love that. So I want to talk about, because you mentioned this in your day in the life, your fitness yeah. relationship with exercise mm-hmm. um, and how it's shifted. Yes. And just kind of tell us, yeah, I feel like you've evolved a lot just over the last several months with that mm-hmm. and have a lot of wisdom to share with us. Yes. Well, I first want to say I love fitness. I love being active, moving my body. It's definitely a form of therapy and I'm a full like believer in moving your body. And, um, yeah, I, I started, um, you know, being active and working out and doing classes. I would say, probably five years ago is when I got like very into it. And it can be, you know, a little bit of something that can, you can get obsessed with, I would say. And some of those obsessions I would say are healthy. And then I think there comes a point where you have to like, look at what your intentions are. Um, when going into a workout, are you doing that because it feels so good? And, Or are you doing it for a different reason? Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's an unhealthy obsession and maybe it gets to that point. Um, So I, I still, you know, participate in yoga and, and workouts, but I've definitely um, stepped back a little bit because I just felt like my body was under maybe a little bit of stress from it. And even though it was releasing, you know, this, this tension from my body, or I felt that, um, I think that the ongoing exercise was maybe even subconsciously just adding on stress to my body. So yeah, I've, I've been getting into more walks, more yoga and more days off. And it's such a challenge mentally, such a challenge, but it, I know that it's, it's what's best. Um, right now, my, you know, it getting into this, into the wellness space, especially you can, um, you can, pick apart certain things and become like, how can I be the healthiest person? And it almost gets to the point of an unhealthy place because you're so into how clean can I eat? How much can I work out? How good can I feel that, you know, I felt like there was a part of me that was maybe 
becoming just, yeah, too particular and not giving myself that time in the morning because I had to go to a workout or not going out to dinner with my friends because I was scared about the the ingredients that were in the food. And it was just like, we only get to live this life once and I just want to enjoy it. And don't like, get me wrong. I still absolutely love going to a workout or doing a hike and being active. And I still love making food that's super clean and healthy and amazing. But I just think that the leniency was something that I needed more in my life to just like enjoy the moment and not kind of let go of some control. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's something a lot of us go through who are really into wellness is Mm -hmm. just wanting to achieve that perfect state, quote unquote, because it doesn't actually exist. Yeah. But just living in the moment Mm -hmm. and low impact exercise I've found can be just as much of a mental release as the high intensity. Yep. So it's amazing. I think you're inspiring a lot of people with sharing that journey and just showing that slow mornings can be just as productive as hitting that high intensity workout, but having both. Exactly. And I think too, it's like, I for a while thought that I was kind of defined by what like my body might've looked like. And, um, and I just, I had, I actually went and saw, um, her name is Jessica Stone. Have you heard of her? I think I have, I think I saw you post about her and I started following her Mm -hmm. and she's She's amazing. She is a a tarot reader and energy healer and kind of like a medium. And my friends went on a retreat and she, she went on it as well. And they told me, and you know, some of my friends that were on the retreat were very spiritual. And there was actually a couple that are like, okay, Alyssa, you're like a little hippy dippy. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what you're tarot reading cards are or anything like that. But every single one of them came back and was like, this girl is so amazing. It aligned with me so spot on and you like, you should really go and talk to her. So I booked a session with her. She came to my hotel in Laguna when I was staying there. And um, she, she did these tarot card readings. And I had actually never done that before. And I just had so many epiphanies, like just about what I want in life and what to go for and what, like what my gut was telling me. And, and one of those was that like, I do not want to look back in 10 years or however many years and, and see how obsessed and focused I was on my looks. Like I, you know, sometimes I, I blame it on feeling and I'm like, no, I want to feel good. But I think like deep down, I, it's, it comes from a place of wanting to look a certain way. And with working out, that was something. And I just, I'm like, I'm going to beat myself up in 10 years if I like look back and that's what I spent so much of my days and time focusing on, not the connections in my life, the, you know, what really, what really makes me happy. So that's kind of what uh, brought on those, those shifts and, and changes. 
Wow. Yeah. That's so powerful. Yeah. That must have been a very defining mm-hmm. session with yes. the cards and a lot of emotions to process. Mm-hmm. And that's amazing that you've taken that and you've actually instilled those changes in your life. Yeah. Because it's amazing to have these readings and spiritual experiences. And I found sometimes I have so much clarity in that experience. And then afterwards, it's really hard to actually change. So you're doing a really good job. Every day, it's a challenge for sure. There's going to be challenges, but like just getting back into the mindset of like what like what is happiness to me, then it reminds me like, okay, I'm on the right track. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Just a brief interruption from this episode with Alyssa to talk about a CBD brand that I am so in love with, so obsessed with. I know Alyssa loves CBD too. So this couldn't be more natural. Cured Nutrition is a big supporter of this podcast and of the Balanced Blonde brand in general. I've become good friends with the founder and CEO, Joseph. He's an incredible soul. You guys should check him out on Instagram. He just got married. And beyond that, he created such an amazing brand, Cured Nutrition, which is a CBD brand. So just a few things about CBD. CBD is not psychoactive, therefore it does not get you high. It's a natural compound that can be derived from hemp or marijuana. So all of Cured Nutrition's products are derived from hemp, not from marijuana. And the CBD from hemp makes you feel very relaxed. It also helps to reduce inflammation. So I started taking it for eczema and I gave it to my dad for arthritis and it's helped both of us with inflammation significantly. It helps to calm anxiety, improve sleep and provides pain management. We gifted their mint CBD tinctures and their Zen capsules for sleep to all of our wedding guests. And I also gifted them to all of my bridesmaids at my bachelorette party in Tulum. Everybody loves CBD. Everybody loves a little help falling asleep, feeling a little bit more relaxed. Cured Nutrition in particular is my favorite brand because not only are they founded by a group of conscious dreamers, healers, and visionaries, but it's a holistic supplement and wellness company based in Boulder, Colorado that I just completely trust. So I've done a lot of research. CBD is very trendy these days and you probably see brands talking at, popping up everywhere. But I've dove into the research of Cured specifically and all their products are third-party tested. They're subject to a multi-stage inspection to ensure that they bring only the highest quality of products to the market. They're all sourced from organically grown hemp and tested for potency, purity, pesticides, and heavy metals. So that's very, very big for me. Um, And overall, they're very kind people and the product is amazing. So I particularly love their mint tinctures. I like to take it before I fall asleep. Mint oil tincture. They have CBD infused dog treats, which I think are so fun. And then something that I use of theirs all the time is their hemp infused salve, which is basically like a CBD cream for pain. It has shea butter in it. um, It has beeswax. It has peppermint essential oil and eucalyptus essential oil. And it also has full spectrum hemp extract. So I think you guys will love it. Use the code BLONDE 
for a 10% discount. So that's B-L-O-N-D-E at curednutrition.com. Check them out. They're amazing. And now let's get back into this episode with Alyssa. So what is happiness to you? Happiness to me is um, good relationships and good connections and yeah, just being, living a life of no anxiety and just being with the people I love, doing the things I love. I'm so grateful to be doing that here in LA and I always wanted to move here. So it's just like, I'm so happy that I get to do that and, you know, hopefully have, or I will continue to like be doing the job that I love doing that brings me happiness that I'm like so passionate and excited about doing every day, like waking up to be like excited to do like to do something that's your form of income, I think is just such a, I'm so grateful for that. So grateful for that. Such a gift. Yeah. Such really a So yeah, I think that's what happiness is to me and, and hopefully have, have a family one day. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. So what are you working on this year? What are you excited about in 2020? Where's your brand going? Mm-hmm. All these fun things. Well, I'm very excited. I just actually started YouTube again. And yeah, and I just think that you know, with all of these different social media platforms, um, just being able to be real and genuine, creative and sharing your story um, is, is amazing. And I, I was a little bit hesitant towards YouTube at first, just because it seemed a little bit more personal for some reason for me. Um, but I think that that was because I wasn't always being super true to myself and, or didn't, didn't have the confidence to do so. And I think that's something that I'm really gaining this year. And I, I don't have any like shame in, in putting myself out there and maybe, you know, giving a little bit of insight into my struggles and what I've been through or where, what I'm doing today or anything like that. So I'm just excited to be, you know, creating more, yeah, more, imperfect, imperfect, is that a word? Mm-hmm. Imperfect uh, content and just being real and and doing more video stuff. So that's kind of something that I'm working on right now. And that's exciting. YouTube is a really fun way to connect. Vul- vulnerable for me at least. So I'm kind of excited to push myself in that direction. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'll be exciting. Yeah, I think that'll be big for you. Yeah, I'm excited. So your relationship with Justin. Yes. Tell us, how did you guys meet? Mm -hmm. What has the journey been like? Because I know you had your previous relationship, went through a lot of heartbreak. Yes. And then to open yourself back up to love. That cannot always, it's not always easy. Mm -hmm. So what did that look like for you? Yeah, so I guess um, before I met Justin, I was uh, single for two years, almost, almost two years. Um, and that was a time where, you know, I did not date. I did not, um, I just wasn't very open to it, to be honest, but it was because I just knew that I really needed to focus on myself and kind of gain that self-love and, 
understand what that meant and who I was because the breakup was quite hard. And um, I mean, no breakup is easy. And uh, yeah, I just, I really focused on myself. And at first, you know, I went through a bit of a rough time and kind of a some isolation for sure. But I got over that, surrounded myself with people I love and doing the things that I love. And I kind of went through a stage of like being obsessed with myself. I was like, I like, I love being alone. I love like what I do. Like I, I really don't need anyone. And I think that's kind of when you're in that, um, when you're in that position, that, is what attracts people. And like, I totally agree. That's when I, when I met Justin and, um, my, my friend actually her. So my friend's husband and my boyfriend are best friends since childhood. And she, uh, we weren't as close, but her name is Mika. And she, um, she sent me a text one day saying, okay, I know how you said the other day that you're a little bit more open to dating now. And I'm so excited about that. And I have someone that I think you should meet. He's my husband's best friend and he's amazing. And would you want me to connect you to? And I was, you know, situations had happened a few times like this in the, in the past, in the two years that I was single. And I was always kind of like, you know what? I'm okay. I'm just working on myself right now. But at that stage, I was like, you know what? Sure. I'm going to say yes. I just feel like it's right. Sure. So we were set up on a blind date. We went to Rose Cafe in Venice and, uh, and yeah, I, I think our dinner was probably about four hours and he walked me home, which was way too far of a walk. I will say (laughs) like, it was so far. I had blisters, but I didn't even feel them until I got home because I was just like connecting so well with him and we had the best conversation and yeah, kind of inseparable since then. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. So that was back in last spring then? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. June 7th. June 7th. Um, June 7th. And yeah. 7 is your number. It is. Yeah. I just got a on me, actually. You did? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. I want to see. did. Oh, it's so pretty. I did. I mm-hmm. love it. Very I, small, you know. I love a, I love a small, delicate tattoo. Exactly. Um, yeah. I saw when you got that tattoo and was looking at it, we have some friends who are so so into tattoos and mm-hmm. Jonathan and I have been talking about getting a tattoo together. Yeah. He doesn't have any. No. I have one. Okay. Um, and that was the tattoo artist that we were looking into. No way. Yeah. Well, he is my best friend's fiance. Oh my so gosh. So I can connect you. That's amazing. His name those, is Nico. He's so talented. Those small, delicate lines mm-hmm. are so pretty. Yeah. Is that your first tattoo? It is. Ooh. It's my first one. And I didn't know if I would get any, but my, my boyfriend is you know, covered. He has a whole body filled with tattoos. Wow. So, um, you know, people are like, "Uh oh, she got a tattoo. She's gonna like." It's the he's, he's an influence. Yeah. But I was like, "This is one that I've wanted for years." And my parents had have tat or have seven tattooed on them, um, on their arm. And then when I met Justin, I looked at his arm, and he has the exact same tattoo on him as my That's parents. That's crazy. So I was like, okay, this is this is kind of meant to be. That's <laughs> kind of beyond a sign. Exactly. So what does seven mean to you? 
So it's just always a number that's popped up in my life. My, um, I'm born on July 7th, which is the seventh month and seventh day. (laughs) And then my mom is born in 1977. She's very young. Um, Mm -hmm. and then she had me at 17 and my brother at 27. Wow. Yeah. So it's always been like something that's popped up and I see it everywhere. So yeah, that's kind of why. It's such a good, I mean, that is a big theme, those numbers in your life. Yeah. I'm so into numbers. Mm -hmm. I just had a numerologist here yesterday. That episode will be coming out sometime around this one. And it's just fascinating. He was showing me just how numbers connect to everything. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Numerology in his it's belief like a system language. Is, yeah, it's the root of all spirituality because right. he was saying on every planet and every dimension, numbers are the same. And here we have the planetary system. We have all different types of spiritual systems. But if you went to a different planet, for mm-hmm. example, or a different realm, it would be totally different there, but numbers wow. would be the same. Right. So it's kind of something that travels with us through lifetimes, depending yeah. on what your beliefs are. And it's just so cool. So fascinating. Yeah. Do you have a number? I do. Yeah. My number is 201. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So specific so too. Specific. I know. The first time when Jonathan and I were on our first date and that came up, he was like, okay, this girl is weird. <laughs> but um, now he understands well, that you see he it now everywhere. gets it. And it's something that's shown up in my life 10, at least times a day for the last 10 years. And wow. Until I moved into this apartment with him, I lived in 201s for just so many years, starting wow. in 2010. Um, which is also like a 201 if you think about it. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah, it started when I was traveling around Italy, studying abroad, and it just became just wild. When I bought my car, the car that I have now, it had 201 miles on it at 201 p.m., um, 201 miles left in the gas tank. And then I drove to see my grandfather for the last time before he left this earth and he had just been moved into a new room in his assisted living home and it was 201. Oh my goodness. Like that's just one small story out of a whole decade of like, it's insane. And it's become a number for my mom, um, for a lot of people close to me, probably a lot of people listening too, just because I talk about it so much. And I always hear, I heard an incredible story from someone who listens to this podcast who's become a friend. Um, just an incredible story of how she passed exit sign 201 the other day and had this terrible car accident, which is horrifying, but she was okay. Her car flipped. Um, Her and her dog were completely fine. And she felt this deep spiritual significance of seeing the 201 right before it happened. Wow. Um, So it's wild. And I have chills every time I talk about it. So that's definitely a tattoo that I want to get. Yes. Um, Oh my goodness. Yeah. That many signs. I think that it's like, it's definitely meant to happen. I know. Um, Do you have any other signs like that? Like animals or anything else specific? I mean, seven is already a great one. Seven really does pop up a lot. I feel like I 
like even my, um, my best friend from home, we lived together and just things would happen. Like I would say someone's name and then they would text me or I would say, Oh, I haven't done this in a while. And then someone would be like, do you want to go do that? You know? And, and she was always like, why does weird things always happen to you? Like it there always, always you like manifest everything. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know why this is happening. So not anything like specific, but just sometimes I feel like I'll think something or I'll say something and then, you know, it shows up. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. totally being in line with the universe Mm -hmm. and just being a powerful tapped in person. Yeah. That's so amazing. So you mentioned that your mom had you when she was 17. Mm -hmm. That's such a unique relationship. And I want to hear more about that. Yeah, it really is. She is my best friend since day one. I mean, it's, it's so, so cool to have a mom who, yeah, I mean, I I think age is just a number. So, you know, some people can have a huge age gap and still feel like they're very like close in age and can relate on a lot. But, um, she did have me in high school and, uh, my grandparents, obviously helped a lot. So I grew up with my my mom and my grandparents and my auntie in a house. And like, I was kind of just like the little like doll or the little sister. And yeah. so uh, very, very close with my family for that reason as well. And, you know, my mom just did such an amazing job with everything that went on in her life. And she definitely like probably sacrificed a lot of things to be able to put me first and being so young. So I just, you know, have so much gratitude towards her. And yeah, I think that she, you know, was nowadays, I mean, because we're at that age, like I'm 24 and she's 41. Like we have mutual friends. It's, right. it's so weird. No, it makes it, sense. But it's so cool. And I, when she comes to visit me in LA, I, I forget because age is like not really as much of a talked about thing here as it is in like a small town, you know? So when she comes out to LA, I, I forget that she's closer in age to some of my friends than, than I am. <laughs> that's, that's but so it's wild. so special. It's really special. Yeah. That's such a, it's a very unique and special relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. I love her. <laughs> my dad had my oldest sister when he was 17. Oh, no way. Yeah. And, um, and then he really spaced us all out. Yeah. And different moms. Okay. Um, I mean, I have a different mom than she does. Right. So yeah, my dad is now 73. Oh my goodness. And some of my siblings are older than your mom. So you're like you're yeah. saying, age is just a number. Wow. But um, your dad, I feel like, I mean, I've only seen him on your stories and stuff, but he looks so young and like active and like outgoing. Oh, oh he's so young and vibrant yeah. and Age is just a number. Just I mean, number. he is, he's incredible. Yeah. Um, both him and my mom are like, they have the heart and spirit of like, I don't know, a 40 something, 40 year old. It's amazing. Most of their friends are a lot younger than them. Yeah. But again, that doesn't mean anything. It's just right. like young at heart and good genes. They, yeah. they look amazing. Um, it's just how you take care of yourself too and exactly. everything, right? Like my my boyfriend's grandma, I just got to meet her and she is 86 and she, I mean, she looks like 
better than most like 50 year olds that I meet. And she does a spin class every day. Wow. And she's 86. That's so inspiring. <laughs> I want to be like that. I know. And I was like, I'm taking a break from working out and there's an 86 year old who's doing <laughs> spin class every day. I was like, wow, that is, I want to be able to do a spin class every day when I'm 86. Totally. Maybe not do it, but be able to do it. I agree. Yeah. Well, it's good that you're giving yourself a break because I do believe that's kind of what gives us that type of longevity. Absolutely. Um, avoiding injuries and things that do make it harder. But I love that. I love learning about people's families and mm -hmm. where they came from and just how they came to be. Yeah. It's so amazing. And yeah. Having those close relationships with your family or people who, like I said, are your chosen right. family. It's so special. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It, it's very defining mm -hmm. in a lot of different ways. Um, so I want to ask you the rapid fire questions okay. that I ask everybody who comes on. I'm ready. Um, where do you see yourself 20 years from now? Ooh, I see myself here in LA near the water and uh, being a business owner with a family. I love that. Mm -hmm. That's I see that for you. Thank you. What's one question you've never been asked in an interview that you wish you had been asked? Oh, wow. One question that I've never been asked. Oh my goodness. It's hard, right? These are rapid, but I, my I mind's not rapid. rapid. <laughs> I know. Sometimes um, these are the slowest of all questions because they really make you think. Right. Maybe where my favorite place in the world is. Yeah. What is your favorite place in the world? My favorite place in the world is actually this little dock by my cabin that I grew up going to and sitting on. And I don't know why, but every time I like, when someone says, go to your happy place, if you're like in Shavasana <laughs> or doing yoga or something, that's the place I go to. And I I've never that. even said that out loud. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love that. Uh, Sounds like a beautiful place. It is. Peaceful. It is. Yeah, it is. Cool. Um, who is your inspiration? So many people are my inspiration. So that is a very hard question. But I would honestly, if I can just say a few of the girlfriends I have in my life are my inspiration, like every single day. And yeah, they've helped me get through so much. And I really, really, really look up to them. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. Yeah. So you're surrounded by your inspirations all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. If you were not doing what you do now, so blogging, mm -hmm. social media, um, what what do you see what would you see yourself doing? I would see myself being an event planner, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. An event planner or a maybe like um something to do with actually that's a lie not an event planner but close to because I would hold events but uh, a cafe owner oh yeah yes I still think I think you should do that I someday. think I'm going to yeah yes. I mean not even someday but like soon yeah I would go there all the time I the vibes to. would be on point have to perfect it so yeah. you know it's in the making but I yeah. really want to do it one oh, I love that mm -hmm. uh, what are your favorite foods Ooh, my favorite foods are Buddha bowls, 
I love a good Buddha bowl, like just a plant-based healthy bowl of hummus and veg, roasted veggies and uh, maybe tempeh or something like that. I love that. And then I love baked goods, healthy baked goods though. I really do like not even just because they're healthier for you, but I, I have a, I say I have a sweet tooth, but it's like a healthy sweet tooth because I don't like things that are too sweet. So I love like raw desserts and like things that most people are like, that tastes too healthy. Then I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll like that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Same. My favorite food is the that. best. Raw desserts. Raw desserts. Oh, so good. Yes. Um, if you were an animal, what animal would you be? A monkey. Love that. Yeah, I just, I feel like I'm a little monkey. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, I see that in your energy. But also I I do feel like maybe um, some type of water animal as well because I love the ocean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love that. Are you a night person or a morning person? I will say I do kind of go through waves because I deal with insomnia. So not by choice, I am sometimes a night person, Mm -hmm. but I would say that I'm a morning person because I absolutely love the morning. I think that like I'm most intuitive and and stuff in the morning and can meditate and um, yeah, feel like the most alive and stress-free in the morning. Mm -hmm. I love that. What is your dream vacation? My dream vacation is Bali or Australia. And I have done both, which I'm so grateful for. So there might be another dream vacation out there that I'm not aware of yet, Mm -hmm. but I just adore cafe hopping near the water and Bali and Australia thrive in that area. They really do. (laughs) I mean, honestly, in Bali, all I do is cafe hop. It's amazing. To the point where, because I spent a month there by myself two years ago. That's Mm -hmm. all I did. Me too. And then we went on our honeymoon and that's all I wanted to (laughs) do. And Jonathan's like, he doesn't, you know, I have my computer and I'm writing and he's like, I don't, I don't write like you do. Like I don't want to sit at a cafe all day. He Um, wants to do things. Yeah. Yeah. So we found our balance, but I could live in a cafe. Oh, it's the, the best. best healthy desserts too. Yeah. Like, all the best plant-based oh, food there. It's amazing. Like we need some of those cafes here. We do. What is the hardest thing you've ever been through? The hardest thing I've been through was my breakup. And yeah, it, it was, it was just so hard because, um, it was just a, a change in, it was just a, a a very sudden change in direction and um, going separate ways, which was I didn't see coming. Um, now looking back, I'm so grateful for everything that's happened, and I I I'm so glad that it happened. But in the t- in that moment, it was it was very very hard. Yeah, so hard. Breakups mm-hmm. are so hard. They're so hard. But worth. Worth it because yeah. you never know where you're going to end up next. Exactly. Exactly. If you were a color, what color best represents your energy? Ooh, somewhere in between a blue and a green. So is that teal? Yeah. Or turquoise? Something like that. Yeah. 
Beautiful. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to ask you these questions from Jonathan Aww. because I love so him. Everybody <laughs> listening, Jonathan loves Alyssa. <laughs> and he literally left this really cute note by my podcast setup. Um, He's the cutest. <laughs> and I looked at these. These are good questions. Was there a brand that you worked with or a specific moment in your career that moved you more toward the health and wellness path and away from pursuing an acting career? Mm, wow. Specific. Yes. Yes. I think once I started working with brands in the wellness space was when I knew that's that like this is what I wanted to do because it brought out that creative side in me. Um I I wanna say honestly, it was probably, and this is so funny because I feel like there's just so many CBD brands out there now and mm-hmm. it's talked about so much and it's a little bit repetitive. Right, However, it's amazing, the product. It is. I will say that I was dealing with so much insomnia and I got a, a and I've started using um, Highline Wellness, the CBD brand. And I, so I started using CBD and, and I got a brand deal with CBD and it was just like, I could go on and on and on about why I loved it. It was so like true to what I was saying. And um, the fact that I was, you know, making an income from just being so real and genuinely like passionate about a product. I was like, this is so fulfilling to be able to express this to people and maybe help someone else because it's genuinely helped my insomnia and stress levels. Like, like I don't know what I would do without it. So I think that was like a brand and a product and a moment in my life where I, I knew that I was in going in the right direction. I love that. Yeah. That's really good to know. I mm. like that question. Me too. Um, okay. Of course, he's asking you something about hockey because um, he's <laughs> such a hockey fan. So you're a Vancouver Canucks. Is that how you say yep. it? Fan. Canucks. Through and through. With no older siblings, does that... Did that make you somewhat of a tomboy growing up or just Canadian? Also, <laughs> also favorite player of all time. Oh my goodness. I love that. Yes. I grew up Vancouver Canucks fan. So I grew up with, like I said, my grandparents and my mom and auntie and my grandpa was, is such a hockey and basketball fan. And I think like secretly he was hoping I was going to be a boy just because he never got a son. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't, I was a a girl and uh, I am a girl. And um, he was like, okay, well, she's going to be the son I never had. And so we went to hockey games and basketball games and and car shows. So I guess uh, it made me a little bit of a tomboy, but I always like, I was always a girly girl too. Uh, but I, I think that's what kind of um, got me into the hockey fan world. And my favorite player um, players were the Sedin twins always. They're twins that played on the same team of the Canucks for years and years and years. Oh, cool. Um, they still do. And they're very good. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. He's going to love that because not only does he love hockey, he loves cars. Oh, amazing. Car wow. shows. See, like I knew we would get along I so know. well. <laughs> I know. And he knows, he knows it too. What's something crazy that you've always wanted to do, but have never said it out loud? I would say something crazy. Oh my goodness. I'm a very like expressive person. So I feel like I talk a lot and say what I want to do a lot. I don't know that I would be able to. Yeah, but maybe 
I want to, I want, maybe I'll say I want to own multiple cafes one Ooh, day. Yes. So there we go. Because I've only said I've wanted to own one. Yes. Put that into the mm-hmm. universe. It will expand. There we go. <laughs> oh, love that. That's so good. Yeah. Well, now I'm just going to ask a couple questions from people on Instagram. Okay. We asked people what they wanted to know from you. And a couple of these we've talked about, but there's some others. This one's good because I think you have a lot of people following you who are young. Mm -hmm. She says, I'd like to know something about her high school life and how she lived life as a teen. This is from Leah. Leah, I love that. I actually went to an art school growing up. So grades one to 11, I went to art school and I majored in drama and dance. That is so cool. Yeah. So it was actually a public school, which was different because I feel like most art schools are private, but it was a public school. And I, um, yeah, that's kind of where art was introduced to me from a young age. And then for 12th grade, I decided to go to like the big, cool high school only because um, I wanted to Uh, focus on my grades a little bit because I never had made that a priority because the art school was quite art focused, obviously. And I just, I, I had this like urge to learn that year. So I, um, I moved schools for 12th grade and I think I also was, I knew that I wanted to move to LA and I was so, 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 um, I was so attached to my friends at my art school. I had like the same best friends for that many years that it was like, I'm going to take a little bit of a step away and do kind of focus on myself for my last year so that I'm more open to being able to make that big move. So yeah. That's so interesting. Mm -hmm. It's so unique. Yeah, it was, it was, but I, yeah, I had a great, I had a great, relationship with friends and I danced for like an insane amount of hours every day and um it was a lot so uh yeah once I graduated I was excited to kind of introduce new things and yeah mm -hmm. I can relate to that I went to a very small very artistic school from pre-k through 12th and so same people really small school right uh, we didn't have majors or anything. It's 201, by the way. Just got to say, yes. Oh I my mean, gosh. I'm telling you, like all, all day, every day. Oh my gosh. Um, it's amazing. But, yeah. And I can totally relate to being like so attached to my friends who are still my closest friends, maids of honor. I They're love so that. special to me. Um, but going to that artistic focus school was was everything. I think it's why I do what I do now. Yeah. Um, just because it was always instilled in me, you can do anything. Yeah. And it's also why things like math and science are not ever going <laughs> to oh be goodness, me too. my strong suit. Yeah. <laughs> me too. It's so funny. But that's that's pretty amazing. I think yeah. that's a really inspiring answer. So someone named Lydia wants to know what made you want to open up more on social media? Mm-hmm. Hi, Lydia. Thank you. Um, I... I think just um, 
you know, every time I open up a little bit more, I see such a positive reaction from people. And there's so many people who can, you know, relate. And um, the feedback sometimes is honestly like overwhelmingly like amazing that just by being a little bit more open and vulnerable to whatever audience I have that can resonate with someone and maybe help someone. It's the most rewarding feeling ever. So I think that's just what's, you know, um, made me want to, to continue doing that. Yeah. That's so fulfilling and you're helping so many people. Exactly. Yeah. And then final question. This is from Clarissa. What are your 2020 commitments? Ooh, Clarissa. I like this one. Uh, 2020 commitments. Yeah. Goals, you know, goals. Yes. Love that. I, I have them all year round, but I am so not opposed to, you know, ringing in a new year with new goals, any excuse to make goals. I'm like, do it. Um, So to know when to slow down and when to speed up and just really like be more intuitive in that sense. I just think that hustling doesn't always equal success. So, and that totally depends on what your definition of success is and it varies within everybody. But for me, it is just to be happy. And I don't think hustling always equals happiness. So um, there are times when I feel passionate to to hustle and I, I will... D- I love that. But yeah, just knowing when to slow down and when to, and when to work hard and owning into that. And also to focus on the few relationships that matter most and that I really resonate with, but also being open to, of course, having new relationships in my life. I just think that, um, yeah, really, really, really focusing on the relationships that are forever is so important and to say no more and not feel guilty or pressure when saying no, because anyone who matters and who cares about you in your life will 100% be okay with you saying no. So true. Yeah. Mic drop all around (laughs) to the hustle. Like I'm so with you. Hustling is just this overused term that Mm -hmm. especially in a place like LA kind of was once dubbed as the only way to be successful. And I think it's so important to have people, successful people talking about the fact that there are so many ways yeah. and we're all so different. So 2020, 2020, 2020. Be a good year. so excited. And, yeah, me too. So then the final question from me, since this is the Soul on Fire podcast yes. is, um, what are your tips for everybody listening who are looking to live a more soul on fire life? Wow. So many, (laughs) but I think just, um, I would say once again, not meaning to repeat myself, but slow down, live in the moment and just express gratitude every single day because we all have something to be grateful for. And the moment you just start expressing that, like everything aligns so much more. The people in your life, the th- the opportunities, everything. Just yeah, being grateful every day. 
Yeah, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. I think this whole episode really describes how you live your soul on fire life. So we're leaving people with a lot of inspiration. And I'm so grateful for you. Me too. This is so fun. So tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah, you can find me um, on Instagram. My handle is just my name, at Alyssa Lynch. And I am now on YouTube too. So that is also just my name. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah. Well, everybody go check her out. You will love all of her inspo on Instagram and YouTube. Thank you. And yeah, this was so fun. Thank you for sharing with us. Thank you for having me. Always. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode with Alyssa Lynch. She is such an inspiration in so many different ways. She's done so much in her 24 years. And ultimately, I'm so inspired by the way that she approaches her day-to-day life, the way that she goes after her dreams, the way that she treats everyone with kindness. And she's so grateful for her life. She's come a long way. She's found a lot of balance with fitness and food and wellness. And I think she's a very positive inspiration to all of us in this Soul on Fire community. And just to see someone doing that they love, what they love, and doing such a good job doing it is so inspiring. I love her. I felt so energized after this conversation I had with her. And that's when you know that it's a good combo. So if by chance you missed me mentioning in the intro her human design, she's a manifesting generator with emotional authority. So although we guessed she was a projector, we were a little off, but manifesting generator with emotional authority is pretty amazing. Um, And also definitely check out her new YouTube. Check her out on Instagram, Alyssa Lynch. Thank you so much to our sponsors from today's episode, Hum Nutrition, my favorite beauty supplements. You can use the code SOUL, S-O-U-L, for 20% off. And also thank you to Cured Nutrition CBD. Use the code BLONDE, B-L-O-N-D-E, for 10% off Cured Nutrition products. And then super fun for everybody, um, for everyone who rates and reviews the podcast in iTunes, takes a screenshot and sends me an email at jordan at thebalancebond.com with the screenshot. I will send you my yoga ebook. It's over 300 pages of yoga poses and amazing stuff. I'll send it to you completely for free as my thank you for rating and reviewing the show. It really helps with visibility in iTunes and it just helps overall. I am super grateful for anybody who takes the time to rate and review, which is why I like to thank you personally in my email rather than having you send it to someone else on my team. So also I'm super excited for 201, my number, February 1st. I have a very special ebook and healing reset program launching all about healing and the plant-based salt oil sugar-free way of life with detox protocols, healing protocols, food combining, 50 salt oil sugar-free nourishing healing vegan recipes. So you can sign up 
to receive the link and be the first to hear about it when it launches on 201 by emailing my assistant, Jane at thebalancebond.com. That's J-A-N-E at thebalancebond.com. She'll add you to the list so that you will be the first to hear about it and know about it, which you will definitely want to do because we have some big giveaways for people who are um, signing up in the first two weeks and I could not be more excited. So thank you for tuning into this episode. Thanks for supporting the show. I hope that Alyssa inspired you as much as she inspires me every day. And as much as she clearly inspires Jonathan every day too, we love her. We love following along with her life. And I'm super grateful for her as a person and just so happy to have her in my life. So thanks for listening, guys. And have a soul on fire day. We will talk soon. Mwah.